Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 17, Wrestling Journal Podcast, brought to you by WrestleBuzz, at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, at WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter. It is I, Joseph Crush. Zoom. Still Zooming, guys. We're we're only going to take this big step here. It's, uh, you know, pandemic's over, right? Everything's done. Um, Just kidding. (laughs) Nicky Noodles, what's going on, buddy? What's up, Joseph? What's going on, bro? Ah, Hello, boys. What's going on? Good morning. NJ3. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Uh, pandemic is um, fake news. Ooh, all right. <laughs> I just uh... kidding. I just kidding. <laughs> I actually love that. That was a nice drop in. <laughs> Bad news, Tom Canal. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good. Morning, boys. That's what's it going? Damn, it's going, man. We're living. We're alive, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, on the pandemic, I guess uh, we could hint at that. The Raw, SmackDown, SummerSlam, all getting hints of. Uh, leaving the performance center here um there's been reports nothing official from WWE as of yet but we're seeing a lot of these uh reliable quote-unquote dirt sheets uh, on social media this one for SummerSlam is saying that it's going to be held I think they're all going to the Amway Center in Orlando I think that's the official announcement Mm -hmm. or that's what's being said uh, I'm not sure for SummerSlam, but I know for Raw and SmackDown, they're saying they're going to provide a bunch of these LED screens throughout the arena and live stream fans from home onto these screens with, with actual audio that the wrestlers can hear. Um, NJ3, is this cool? Are you cool with this? And uh, what do you expect to come out of this whole rumor here? After hearing that, I mean, it makes me think of um, what they did with basketball. And I thought the basketball thing was pretty cool with the virtual fans. Like, it looked – I actually thought they did a pretty good good job with that. And I think yeah. if they can kind of follow that motto a little bit, um, I think it would be a pretty cool thing to see. And I think it might give them, like, finally, like, um, a, I don't say a step up over, like, uh, other, other wrestling companies. But it's nice to see them kind of use their resources, yeah. their WWE figure it out, right? That's what we've been saying for weeks, figure it out, figure out a way to get some fan interaction, figure out how do we get some noise in there, figure out these things. I like seeing them try to figure something out. So I'm I'm actually pretty excited to see what happens on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I think it's, they said it's going to start this upcoming week. So yeah. I don't know if they'll throw in the fan, the interactive fans that quick, but it's being rumored to potentially be so. Uh, bad news, Canale. Nah, I love it. I mean, pretty. I mean, somewhat of a return to normalcy, you know, seeing in a big arena, which is pretty cool. I mean, I mean, the Performance Center has, you know, done its job for the last, what, four months it's been or whatever. But, you know, I think Amway Center, I mean, I doubt anything's been in there since this all started. So, you know, I mean, I think it would be safe. Yeah. You know, no one's in there doing anything. So, um, no, really looking forward to it. And that LED, just imagine what they could put on there, like, during, like, say, a Bray match or whatever. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. Think, yeah, you know. the potential to uh, have yeah. add other things besides the fans on there could be uh, pretty yeah. And you'd think, like, going back to what Jersey said, this this big company, like, 
I mean, it took that much time to get this done. Like, I mean, they have the financial, I don't know. You thought maybe it would have been sooner than later, but uh, Nikki Noodles, you got a lot to, on your mind here. You got a lot to say <laughs> a lot. So uh, what do you got here? I think it's excellent. I think it's a uh, very positive, um, some really good news. Um, there's a lot of potential for some creativity now and it seems like we're definitely getting a little bit closer back to uh, being normal again. There's some, some yeah. positive hope for that. Um, and with the live streaming and the interactive stuff, I mean, it's going to give a lot of, you know, more crowd noise or regular feel again, you know, makes you feel like it's, it's getting closer, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's, there's some light at the end of the tunnel that looks, seems to be getting a little brighter. So I'm looking forward to what they can do with it. No, absolutely. And I think like you said, normalcy is key here. Um, get the wrestling journal podcast on those led screens. That's all I have to say. I'm, I, will be doing, yeah. I will be doing my extensive research on how to be a part of that. So I'll let you guys know. Um, we, can, we can be the faces that run the place. You know what I mean? There you go. Absolutely. And we, I, I don't know. I was, before we went on here, I was talking to Tom. I'm wondering if like, they're going to have you sign off on something to like, cause if we're going to, they're going to be able to hear us we can't curse obviously you can't do certain things are they going to be required like make sure you cheer during this stuff i wonder how that's going to go obviously you can't control from what i read i could have swore it said 20 like a lot of led screens like i'm not sure how many fans they'll actually let into the uh visual but uh it's definitely gonna be interesting i'm excited for it I'm sure they'll have uh, like a radio delay right they'll probably have to have a radio delay like they would for like any i would think so for yeah sure. probably but it would make sense. I mean, there's savages out there, you know what I mean? So they got to keep yeah. it somewhat clean. <laughs> look, look at the guy who runs this podcast. <laughs> the ultimate savage. Savagery oh. at its finest. So I had a question. Just uh, Would they do like – how do they – have you guys like looked into how they did with the NBA? Like how do they – no. Is it like no, – pretty, cool. cool. it. pretty cool. But it's pretty cool, though. Yeah, it looks cool on the TV like when, yeah. you know, when they're going up and down the court and you see like, yeah. you know, the virtual stuff on the, on, on the side of the screen. It's pretty and cool. they did it with MLB, right? I mean, I think I think the Indians game had a virtual fan thing. I think the Yankees did it one time in the outfield like, like for like a moment. Yeah, I thought I saw like – I think you're right, Jerry. I thought I saw like a couple home runs go over and then you saw some of the fans like out there. Yeah. It was kind of cool. It was cool. I was like, oh. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Yeah. Isn't they, aren't they called the Cleveland baseball team though? Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, Washington. That's Washington football team. It was a, yeah. it was a joke. Um, I know. I know. So I just want to know, like, would they do a 250 person Zoom call where we all have to talk to each other? Yeah, like, right. You individually go in your own uh, screen. But that, I, just, I guess you never know, but you never yeah. know. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. Do you love fantasy sports and professional wrestling? Of course you do. So join Paper Champion. It's free to play, win real prizes, gifts, trophies, and more. Signups for Season 5 are currently underway. Do you have what it takes to be the next paper champion? If so, contact us at kfabecup at gmail.com. Once again, that is kfabecup at gmail.com. Paper champion. Fantasy wrestling done right. Um... Bad news, Canale. This is back-to-back weeks for return segments. I mean, we want to hear the segment, but we Are also you again with the bad news. It's oh, unbelievable. Uh, what do you got for us here, man? I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Well, this week AEW had to cut some people. I'm, a couple of them were because of coronavirus, you know, issues. But I think the one with Jimmy Havoc was due to you know him being accused of you know the whole speaking out. What a movement and everything. So yeah. he was out for that. But they also had to release B Priestley and Sadie Gibbs, which, you know, 
kind of sucks being at like I think especially Brie was like probably the best female wrestler I think they had in that company. I mean, she hasn't been used in a while because I think you know with everything going on with the pandemic, yeah, she wasn't around. But it just sucks. I mean, I really thought she could have been like like a Becky Lynch for that, you know, or Rhea Ripley for that, yeah, you know, for that company. So absolutely bad news for them this week. So just. It, and I think I read somewhere because they haven't been using live fans. They lost like a ton of money this year, this uh, during this. So I mean, that's probably you know these are the these are the casualties of it, unfortunately. So hopefully there's no more after this. But yeah, yeah I mean, news. yeah, that's a, it's definitely unfortunate. Yeah, I think the Jimmy Havoc thing has to stem back to the whole speaking out movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Bea Priestley? I be Priestley. I think she actually dates uh, Will Osprey. Uh, I believe I don't hold me to that. I'm not sure like everyone's dating life, but she definitely was talented. Uh, and it, this kind of stems that I want to kind of like branch off into a two part question first uh, noodles or what, what's your like, actual reaction to the releases. And then I want to ask about the women's division in AEW because they have the lack of anything on dynamite in the past few weeks. We know they have the tournament going on, which is on YouTube, but I think they mathed out here. Someone mathed out on Twitter one minute, one like a minute and a half of exposure for the women's division on Dynamite this last week. Um, just your thoughts on everything in general. Well, I mean, it's always tough and it sucks when people get released and lose their jobs. You know, it could be for any multitude of different reasons of why that happens. And it's always tough. You never want to see it happen. But, you know, in the, in the same time, there's always opportunities out there for other other companies. Uh, there's a lot of different avenues now. So you never know where someone might be able to get an opportunity to. Uh, you know, really get good exposure and to really change their character. So, yeah, you know, there's, there's hope there still for those people, you know what I mean? So, um, and yeah, AEW is pretty weak on their uh, women's wrestling. Uh, there's no question about that. Hopefully uh, they do take some steps going forward to really uh, capitalize on that because every, every other company does it and you need it. You know what I mean? The, the times have changed and yes. they need, they need to step up to the plate here and, and get some quality female talent. And like I said, they have like I don't want to disregard the tournament they're doing on YouTube, but it's not on national television. So well, maybe maybe that's going to be like their bridge to you know maybe you know bring that over, but they definitely need some help in that area. There's no question about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, NJ three. Um, you know, no, no, no company's immune to the the COVID. Clearly, um, they they you know it, it's unfortunate when you hear releases, especially of you know um of wrestlers that you know how we love company, how we love it. So. It's unfortunate for that. I hope that they do land on their feet in some promotion somewhere. Um, in regards to the women's division in AEW, I feel the same way. Right? I'm, I was watching the um, the World Cup, um, the Women's Cup, excuse me, for the World Cup, the Women's Cup um, this week. And, like, it was, you know, they definitely – I appreciate them giving these, these ladies an avenue to try to hone their craft a little bit more. I don't know how ready for TV some of these matches have felt. Yeah. I think that there's there's a couple of them are are good. Um, you've seen some good moments, but the matches themselves, it's good that they're giving them time to work through things. Because I think if you saw it on Dynamite, I think it might be kind of like a, a little bit slow down to the show, to be honest. But you got to give it a chance, right? Yeah. So got to start somewhere for sure. I, I definitely, yeah, I definitely do think that there is a um, there needs to be a little bit more uh, focus on trying to build up the women's division a little bit, and you know, I hope to see it. Yeah, I mean, like, I know we obviously we've harped on this so many times. Losing Britt Baker is huge for them uh, to an injury. And then uh, Chris Stratlander as well. She was a, a big player there. But to have a women's champion not be on television is, Crazy. like, 
don't even have a women's champion. Then, if the, if there's an issue there, why is there a women's champion? You know what I mean? But I get it. Like the whole YouTube thing, um, I kind of see not maybe not this tournament, but when like they, they don't have a developmental, obviously, so they have a lot of young talent that's green, and like they don't really they're still learning the whole TV aspect. This is where they kind of like get that craft, like solidify that craft is in on the YouTube stuff. So I get the whole tournament for that reason, maybe. Um, but you show like, give us a match or some sort on, on, on TV, man. I mean, you have, well, at least Sheeta was on this week, which was at least something. And she was very long, but it wasn't very pretty much like, you know, give, give me someone, give me something. I'm, I'm ready. They do. Do they need Tessa Blanchard more than ever right now? Yeah. That would be, that would be a a must at this point. Right. I mean, There's only so much your your top talent can do from a wheelchair, you know what I mean? So she can't yeah. carry it all from r- rolling down the apron. <laughs> and I think you stop being She's like, a role model. Yeah, she that she is. You don't look into the politics part of it, look into what she can do for your television, like ratings and everything. Like that would jump up a lot. So I mean they're doing well in the rating stuff right now, but it can only last for so long in my eyes. Do you guys think Dr. Baker would take me as a patient, maybe fix my teeth? <laughs> You never know. <laughs> I said, as long I as you got out. insurance, as long as you got I insurance, do, I do. I, should, I should give a reach out. Then she's taking you. Yeah. Take, a, take a trip to Pittsburgh, buddy. <laughs> Adam Cole may feel a certain way about it, but that's all right. <laughs> Mrs. Cole. <laughs> um, Raw Underground, week two. Uh, we got some new faces popping up in there. Oh, I believe Riddick Moss and uh, I forget who else, but that one popped out to me. Um, NJ, oh no, Nikki Noodles. Week two, up, raw, week two raw underground. What are you, uh, how are you feeling about it still? Uh, I mean, it's, it's still up in the air to me. I mean, it was nice to see some new faces there for sure. Um, yeah. I just hope it, you know, it just doesn't keep going down the trend of like, just like a fight club where you just get these big bruises there and they're just, you know, dominating people as their only platform to like build character development. Yeah. Um, it was cool seeing Shayna there for sure. Oh, Shayna was uh, there. Sorry, yes. yeah, so it'd, cool. be, it'd be nice to see her start tossing some people around, but we already know that what she can do. She's been tossing people around since she got there. Yeah. I don't need her on raw underground to, you know, to enhance her dominant ability. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, you know, the jury's still out, you know, it's still something new and different. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, the chance and see what they might, you know, push forward with you know yeah and they it looks like they shane confirmed that it's 10 o'clock and on every week so it's not going to be before 10 at least yeah so maybe they'd be a little more risque going on at 10 too you know maybe some you know some different stuff so do i don't know if you guys remember from week one which is only a week ago so hopefully do those uh those dancers they had there that was i mean it was kind of cheesy and corny but that kind of made me laugh a little bit it kind of like brought me back to like but it's all right it it fit it fit the realm of what they're trying to do i guess it's not gonna it's not gonna appease to everybody so like it might only be us for that, like, may enjoy it, but it's, uh, I don't know, <laughs> it's subjective. Everything's I'm sure there's probably a few more than four, but. Yeah, no, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, NJ3, week two, Raw Underground, what do you got? Um, love seeing Riddick Moss, man. That guy looks like a stud. Um, you know, I, I was loved, I loved him and Tino Sabatelli down at NXT. You know, I was a big Tino guy, Joey. You love Tino um, Sabatelli. I love that guy. Um, Sab- or Sabby as he goes on AEW Dark. Sabby, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it, I'm I'm happy to see them push forward, but like Nick was saying before, if you just make it squash for these people every single time, you don't have like any sort of in-depth, I don't want to say storyline, but just why or what what is it leading to? Like, what is this going to lead to? Is it just going to be straight beatdowns? Raw beatdown. All right. I mean, I guess that's why there's jobbers and we have squash matches, but we're going to have squash matches now in an underground setting. Like, 
I'm not saying I need to have this whole storyline leading up to SmackDown. I mean, leading up to SummerSlam and things like that. But you, you know what I mean? Like, I need a little bit more. Why? Yeah. It is only but, week two. It is only week yeah. two, like we said. No, no, of course, of course. Um, but I agree. I don't like. We've seen stuff like this happen before, though. Maybe not similar to Raw Underground, but things where we just things just happen for a reason, and then we don't get an answer why. Um, so it is Vince McMahon. Um, uh, a la the hacker. Yeah, the whoever, hacker, that, whoever the hacker gone. was. My source. Uh, my source had no idea. I was like, okay, well, I guess I don't I'm know. I'm stumped for the first time. It's it's impossible. Yeah, I'm not. I buying was shocked. It. <laughs> I was shocked. I I uh, no, never mind. Um, your source is trash. Uh, <laughs> are they though? Are cause they? Because I'm pretty sure we all knew it was Ali, brother. Uh, even, not confirmed. Even, even not the confirmed. jabronis. Um, <laughs> bad news. Raw underground week two. Yeah, you know, still early to, to, to tell, you know, where it's going and everything. But, you know, it's pretty cool. Like, we saw the other, the new guys pop up and everything, Moss and everything. I forgot yeah. the other guy who popped up. But, he, you know, it was pretty cool. And seeing Shayna there, that was pretty cool, you know. Yeah, little... add the women aspect to it. Yeah, exactly. Add the women into it. So, and I just read something very interesting. I mean, if, probably never happened in a million years. But imagine the main payoff is one Mr. Brock Lesnar is the big bad guy at the end of this. Oh wow, that'd be actually a pretty I mean, genius idea, Thomas. I, like I mean, I mean, who knows? I mean, it probably won't happen, but I mean, it would it would be pretty cool to see that. So who knows? Maybe that's the big payoff for all this. He's like the big dude at the end. So. Could this lead to like Lashley Lesnar at some point? Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, so see what happens, but it'd be pretty cool. That's like Vince's wet dream, right there. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So. I, mean, I thought the most the most underground thing we saw though was uh, Don Mysterio's beatdown. <laughs> oh my oh, god. <laughs> Dude, we can get into that. Uh, I mean, hit it right now. Take it, Joe. My man, my man took a beating. Yeah. And you know what? I'm gonna say it right now. Oh boy. Social media. I, f- you know, I, f- I, I'm on Twitter. Like throughout the whole show, seeing people's reactions. It's fucking wrestling, people. Holy shit, that was too much. Oh, they went over the line. Is he okay? <clears throat> people, relax. He's a. F- Oh my he's god! A, just, he's a wrestler now. He's officially signed wrestler. He's, he's a grown ass man at the end of the day. Yeah. He, signed yeah, up he for looks that. he looks yeah. like a child, but he's a grown ass man. People. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He took a fucking beating. Holy shit! Yeah. That was yeah. that was like over the. I mean, that was great. Yeah. Uh, it's some, it, some might say, well, "Welcome to the big leagues, right, Joe?" Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. it got us. It got us hating Seth, who's the heel, and sympathizing yeah. the babyface, who's. Yeah. I mean, it just, that's what wrestling does, guys. I Wait mean, a I second. Don't... So you're telling me they were telling a storyline and it's working? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Imagine that. Isn't, isn't that crazy how, they, how that works out? How, they, you know, they, they're actually doing, they did something and they got a fan reaction out of it. And, mm-hmm. and then people complain when, you yeah, know. Yeah, well, that's, that's what people do. It's, uh, you know, it every, everyone's got something to cry about all the time, uh, no matter how good or bad it is. You got these certain people that are so outspoken about how the the, the product shit, and then once they actually do something that kind of has like a little edge to it, yeah. and, and yeah. it's too much now. Yeah, people, yeah. They're, called, they're called keyboard warriors. Yeah, I'd like you to do the rest of the show in that voice, by the way, Joe, if you could. <laughs> no, that was fantastic. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was interesting. I think it adds to whatever's going to happen at SummerSlam. Oh, they got a no DQ match, which is official, right? Uh, or a street fight of some sorts. Um, yeah, I think no DQ, which is good because it kind of protects Dom if he's not yeah. fully up to par. Absolutely. I mean, Seth Rollins is yeah, one yeah. of the best wrestlers on the planet. So yeah. 
Rollins will carry him far of, enough. He'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And having a little no DQ will kind of help carry that match throughout. That, I think know, throughout that show. I could see like uh, an Alistair or a Ray coming out to help him. Um, at well, it's, it seems. What do you, how do you guys feel about Joe? Samoa Joe kind of getting a little burned here lately with yeah, that. So. He might, yeah, no. It'd be Wait. nice to see him make his return. So I could be In wrong here. Capacity. I know we're kind of go, we're kind of going off the cuff, but <clears throat> everyone's like, "Where was Joe during? Why, why wasn't Joe helping him?" Apparently, he was handcuffed to the desk or something like that. Does anyone see that? Or was that like a maybe it was like a? Um, well, he, he said like, that he couldn't he couldn't touch him because he wasn't physically. Yeah, up, yeah. yeah. So like, he, uh, it was like, like a yeah. um, it was a uh, he was saying it. What's the word I'm thinking of? Figuratively, like he was handcuffed to the desk because yeah. he couldn't get up and do anything. Yeah. But it's like. Jeez, no one fucking helped this kid. No one wanted to run out and help this kid. <laughs> no. Love it. Welcome, like like Noodle said, yeah. welcome to the big leagues. Yeah. Um, Orton kicked Flair's head off, I think, right? I think uh, that's yeah. Set him, set him awesome. right into the retirement. He home, did, that, that he did something. Now, I'm going to go round table here. Um, I forgot where I left off, so I'll start off with NJ3. Um, the lights went out, so we didn't see anything. Obviously, he's not. you can't risk actually yeah. hurting Flair. Did, were they hinting at that being retribution, or was that just a like? Uh, I don't That's know. just leg, legend killer doing legend killer things. Yeah, I think it was a good. I think it was a good way to protect Flair, and also a little retribution. Um, I, I was, you know, the legend killer man. Every week when you think he's done something, he does something worse next time. Mm. It's awesome. Love it. Hunted, yeah. hunted Ric Flair. I mean, it's it, well, it might be time to send Ric Flair home. That guy, he needs some rest. <laughs> Yes. Um, he needs to, he needs to relax a little bit. That, that guy's been through it. Um, <laughs> but damn, man. And as, as, uh, as Drew McIntyre said, you son of a bitch, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> so I remember when we talked about, uh, Randy going after the title, I was worried like they're going to get rid of the legend, kill, uh, legend killer gimmick from him. He's told, I mean, like they're, they're working that in. So it's still there. After what I whatever he takes care of with Drew, Shawn Michaels is coming yeah. to Raw on, on Monday, so oh, I, I think you can only imagine that. what's going to uh, happen. Yeah. And yeah. no, oh. no one, no one will love that more than me punting his terrible. The disrespect that you have on Shawn Michaels blows my mind. You might get uh, replaced but, by uh, Anthony Zani on this podcast. <laughs> Shawn Michaels deserves the respect on this podcast here. I have respect for Shawn Michaels. It's just nice to see, you know, his head end up in the third row. That's what I'm saying. I love the new I love the new Orton. And what he's doing right now is his best work he's done in a long time. A long time. And Bad he's news. one of the all-time greats. Yeah, absolutely. Bad news. Uh, thoughts on Randy Orton kicking the flare in the head? No, I mean, like you said, they're building him up as this big villain, you know, for him against Drew, which is pretty cool. And Curious to see what they're going to do with, uh, with, you know, HBK. I mean, I'm sure we're going to get another punt, you know, and everything. Imagine if he goes after Triple H one day. I mean, that'd be, that would totally solidify him th- as, like, ultimate heel. So, I, I mean, think it's pretty cool. I think it could potentially lead up to that at some point. I want yeah. to see, like, to actually have a match between the two. I would love that. Wow, yeah. Um, Noodles, you gave your stupid opinion on HBK. You get skipped this round. Uh, <laughs> we, we talked about retribution quick here. Uh, dimming the lights during the, the punt uh they made their um their uh appearance known on raw and then last night on smackdown which was a lot bigger they, it looks like they've been it's kind of hit or miss but smackdown's getting more of the um the attacks and stuff so but also last night if i don't know if you guys saw we had di- more people in retribution and different sized people in retribution uh there was one in the beginning uh, a girl that was on the apron that distracted Big E. 
and she looked in the there's a picture that's like floating around trying to figure out who it was she had like purple highlights at the bottom of her hair which could be extensions which would be anything like they could just throw those in but she looked like taller if not the same height as biggie in the picture so we're getting different like different people now maybe these are the actual people that are in it and like those people that we saw in the beginning those those smaller athletes weren't the actual like the group i don't know it's different it's weird um tom who do you think is in retribution who who are your thoughts and like what do you are they are they showing us are they like trying to get our vision off like who who could actually be are they like faking us out with like certain people who we're seeing in the costumes and then they're going to reveal to be other guys like how do you think this is going to happen I think like we, I think they gotta figure us out because I mean first week there was only five guys or whatever on SmackDown. Yeah. Yesterday it seemed like it was more like than ten or twelve of them yeah. last night. So at this point I really have no clue. I mean it's been going around Vanessa Bourne, you know, was in it possibly, yeah. but that could be a total you know swerve on their part. So like I said, I mean that's what adds to this. We have no idea who's in it. So I think that's pretty cool. So I mean, I for yeah. sure like the guessing game. Um, I'm yeah, trying, trying to think who who has retribution against who like wants retribution against the company. Um, someone said Santana Garrett was one of the girls last night. I don't know. I can't. I couldn't tell. Yeah. The girl that was standing on the apron, like I couldn't. People are saying Ember Moon. I'm like, do you guys know what Ember Moon looks like? It's not. Yeah, her. No she, way. She's jacked. Yeah. She's she's yeah. five foot tall and she's like thick. She's not like she's a jacked, tall yeah, thin yeah. girl. Whatever. Noodles. Uh, retribution. What do you got? Um. I, I mean, I definitely like it. Um, it. It definitely seemed like in the beginning they had like the minions kind of running, running, running with it. So yeah. um, it definitely looked like they were definitely bigger people involved this uh, this week, which was cool. Um, I feel like they're definitely trying to swerve us. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And I really don't want to speculate, to be honest. I really kind of want to be surprised for once. I kind of sure. want to – I hope that they continue to swerve us and bring in some people. But I do hope they do have a big-time name as a leader and then the rest of them kind of fill in to uh you know develop into something you know more more special over time you know what i mean now like big name as in like a dijakovic a chomper or do you want big name yeah as in, like- I, I i mean i think every every group needs needs that focal leader you know what i mean to really bring attention to the group and give it you know um you know some some name power you know what i mean to really solidify it um so yeah something of, along those lines would be pretty cool what about um chick master chick magnet punk Whatever the fuck. Well, I mean, well, I mean that, that would be, I guess that would be the ultimate, right? But yeah, I think it's a little below him in that, in that, uh, I mean, it makes sense, but like, <laughs> would that be a reach? That's definitely a reach, I would think, right? I would think so too, because I mean, they, they, it seems like they've been attacking more of like the mid card level people at, yeah. at this moment, you know yeah. what I mean? But again, if they up the ante a little bit and start going towards the top, you know, you just never know. Interesting. NJ3, Retribution. Um, so. You know, when I first, when we first saw them come out for the first time, we all were doing the same thing. We're trying to check out who, what, how, like, who is their, who is under, who's under the mask, right? Like looking at the body, looking at the, um, the mannerisms, the movements. And I'm looking, I'm like, I don't even know if any of those people initially are even in retribution. I'm, I was thinking, no, honestly, I, I honestly think I was like, I was thinking myself and I checked in with my source and I was like, could there be the group is behind all this that none of these people are actually in the group and the group who is retribution is having them do all this kind of stuff. They told me it's plausible. I'm like, okay. Wow. So I'm like, all right. So then I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, but then like Tommy was saying, there's like 11 of them on SmackDown this week. Yeah. Yeah. So I really think they are swerving us a little bit and it makes a lot of sense. Why give anyone an opportunity to guess who's in this group, send out random jobbers, have yep. them do what, well, I would say random jobbers send out, people random people have them mess stuff up 
get all involved, and then have Retribution unveil themselves at a later date if you're still kind of coming up with who the roster should should be. But you absolutely need a top top person if you want to have this to be taken seriously. Yeah, and I think uh, we don't – I mean, like we said, CM Punk would be insane that if that be, was the case. That would be big. That would be a big payoff. Absolutely. I'm cool with like a Chopper or a Dajakovic and – like just like like we said last week, to build these stars, we don't need proven talent exactly. already to come through with a, a, a random gimmick like this. We need guys that maybe they're you're not sure of uh, make like like getting themselves over on the main roster that are coming up from NXT. Um, but just make, have some meaning behind it, because like, what does Champa need retribution for? He's he was a successful NXT superstar. He's it's fantastic. Like he, no, it's not like he didn't get yeah. chances. So yeah. unless he has another reason behind it, Dodjakovic. He had a couple North American shots. He had the the the, the championship, the double championship match against Keith Lee, but he never really came out on top with a lot of those. So maybe he has. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like just, reasons why. But again, let's let's try not to speculate too much. Yeah. Let's let it like let's let it happen. Let's let it fester. Just kidding. And, uh, <laughs> is that the word of the, the week? Day. <laughs> we, 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 def- we definitely know there's a laundry list of people out there that need some retribution. There's no question about that. So. Yeah, and if they, <laughs> it would be cooler if they brought back guys that were released and like they just we yeah, I mean, everyone yeah. was so upset. That's, that's a nice idea, and I'd love to see something like that. We know a lot of them signed in other places, so I'm trying. Like, there's only maybe a couple left that actually could make. It. Like, what if like Mike Bennett came back and like that was the guy? Like, or he's, Rowan, he's, you know? or Rowan, yeah. Mike, we know Mike Bennett. Could, like, he could talk. He could work. I mean, that's like that makes sense to me. It's probably not him, but like he would be a great. Like, that's a good way to get him over because I think he has a lot of potential. But it remains to be seen, and I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I. I uh, like we said last week, I, I don't need it to happen anytime soon. A reveal, let them keep uh, reigning terror over this roster and uh, the show. And and they're anti WWE. Clearly, they're spray painting the WWE logo and putting it across through it. So, as know. they should be. Yeah. As they should. And be. I don't know if you saw that <laughs> after SummerSlam, they're doing payback pay per view the week after. So maybe they come, you know, they're retribution payback. So payback. Who knows? Comedy. That could be yeah. the night. He's yeah. he's, a, he's such quality, a words, quality writing right there. He's so, he's so he's so good with his words. He's our Gandalf. <laughs> um, Wednesday Night Wars, uh, another stellar Wednesday here. It's never yeah. it's never bad. It's never a bad week, guys. Um, NXT, uh, we saw Keith Lee and uh, Karrion Cross confirmed uh, for NXT Takeover Thirty. Uh, we saw one uh, Velveteen Dream return. Uh, what? Uh, who's up first? Nikki Noodles. What, what was your thoughts on Wednesday nights here? Oh, it was awesome. I mean, what, what, uh, what's going on with Lee and uh, Karrion Cross for the build-up there? And, I mean, there's never, never a moment that could pass for me without Scarlett in it that would, you know, really, really do wonders. Um, but that, that, whole, that whole feud is awesome, and I really look forward to that match. I think it's, it's long overdue, and uh, the future of wrestling right there is, could be making their headway for the main event in NXT. Um, and always, always cool to see Velveteen return after all the uh, – tough stories you heard and the rumors circulating in that rumor mill over there for the dream. So uh, a nice little homage to Mr. Hollywood Hogan, which I always, I always dig that. So yeah. At AEW, any thoughts on AEW Wednesday night? Uh, my boy Cassidy picking up the big win was pretty damn cool as always. Um, Don't have that $7,000 bill. Thank God. <laughs> it's, off, it's off his tab. Um, and it was nice that he got the little roll up win. You know what I mean? So, you know, it was kind of like, the fluke victory to set up that one more showdown probably at yeah. the next pay-per-view, which would be pretty awesome. 
But I do have a bone to pick with fucking JR and uh, Tony Schiavone, to be Let's honest. Go. Let's hear it. Because honestly, their announcing is almost a disservice to who they were as two of the icons of not only the sport, but in all of entertainment as what they did best. And they fucking suck now. And it's, it's really, really <laughs> disturbing. There was, there's no punch. There's no juice. There is no excitement. Um, they don't get me fired up in any way. And they honestly, they do the match a disservice because they, there's no enhancement of, of any special moments there going on. So they better figure something out over there because Taz is, you know, Taz can't do it all. Tom, I know you're going you're to hate to agree with this, but I think they need Excalibur back. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything. <laughs> uh, and J3, your thoughts on Wednesday night here? Um, I love the fact that they're not having Cross and Keith Lee get, get physical before the match. I always loved that back in the day. I always thought that led to like that blow, like that huge blow off payoff. I know they would love to have that be like in front of a crowd. Like the crowd would be so hyped. I know it kills them to like have to do that. But maybe if this whole thing with the Amway Center works out pretty well with like the fan interaction and come to NXT 30, maybe it could be, you know, something that could help elevate it. But I I cannot wait to see Cross and and Keith Lee, you know, really cross paths. Mm. No pun intended. Um, That fireball segment, I don't know. It was cool, cool. but then it was, but then at the same time, like I was like, I don't know. Like I get it, the mind games, but I I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. I thought it was okay. Okay. You weren't complaining um, about Scarlet though, were you? No, no, no. Oh, that okay, was very good, good. nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. She 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 can do whatever she wants, whenever she wants, however she wants. Um, Velveteen Dream, right? We we needed him back. I'm happy to see him back. He's he does nothing but elevate the product. And yeah. I was saying because I was watching the show and I was like, you know, it's a good episode. I feel like they're enhancing some storylines, but. You know, I didn't get that, ooh, you know. And then when Velveteen came back, I'm like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Didn't take um, a loss, though, in that match. So that's good. He didn't get as he sh- As he shouldn't. Nah. As he shouldn't. Yeah. And, you know, hashtag MJF 2020. Right? <laughs> Got to believe. Dude, how, how handsome did Wardlow look in his suit, Joey? Yeah. Uh, incredible, right, Joe? It's my guy. Right? Make AEW great again. <laughs> we, we, we all I'll, deserve I'll do, better. We all deserve better. <laughs> I'll do it for you. Shout out to Wardlow. Um, yeah, <laughs> 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 no, nah, but um, I thought I thought the Cody Scorpio Sky match was good. Um, Cody coming out with thirty people, yeah, the whole yeah, Nightmare was, family. Uh, I, I uh, you know, dude, it's Brandy getting, with her little. It's getting a little obnoxious. Yeah, it's getting a little obnoxious. And um, FTR, huh? Yeah, yeah, going after some legends there. Boys, oh, yeah. it's, it's coming. Yeah. It's that was a pretty vicious pile driver too on a, on a pretty yeah. old man. And I mean, yeah. that's he pretty, that's that, pretty like hard. Too. Yeah. Oh, he still yeah. got it, dude. Yeah. You could just add them to add the add them to the mix of the taking division. Why not? You know. <laughs> talk, talk, and then totally he, fucking do. It's ridiculous. And then you saw you saw Sean Spears obviously come out. So I think that group is coming. They are slowly burning it, yeah. but it, it it looks like it's coming. Fine. Um. Yeah. And then MJF when he laid down in the ring when he's cutting that promo, man, that guy yeah. is just. He's just fantastic. Yeah. I just he's kill, I enjoy killing the polls. He's killing the polls. Like, he really is, right? He's <laughs> up, what is it, 800%? No, I think it was 1,000%, wasn't it? 1,000% now? Oh, my God. He's going he's gonna to win. He's going to win. But uh, good let's, good fun Wednesday, man. Good fun yeah, Wednesday. Let's be honest. MJF versus Moxley. I think this is the most excited I've been for a championship match since Jericho Moxley, I think. Yeah. Every, every, other def- every other defense Moxley's had has been like, eh, to me. Yeah. But this one, MJF just makes it that much better. I'm, uh, I'm excited for that. Um, bad news. What do you got? Yeah, no. Uh, Keith Lee, Karrion Cross. 
going to be absolutely amazing. Cannot wait yeah. for that. The build-up's been awesome. Um, seeing Dream back was very cool. You know, hopefully yeah, he's passed or, you know, in the, everything's sort of in the past now with him. So, yeah. um, you know, hopefully, hopefully. Exactly, yeah. Hopefully, you know. And just AEW. I mean, the stuff with MJF was just absolutely amazing. And I was laughing the whole time. And then, man, he took that freaking paradigm shift like a champ. I mean, he really oh, spiked yeah. them there. That was freaking crazy. And just uh, the Scorp- best, boys. Yeah. And it's Scorpio best. Sky and Cody was pretty cool. That was yeah, pretty good match. That belt, I don't want to jump on you, Tommy. Oh, that yeah. belt looked a well, lot was, cleaner. Looked yes, a lot it did. cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. Noodles, what do you got? You're smirking over there. Uh, no, so the belt's going to look better when it's on somebody else, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on Mr. Brody Lee. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, yeah, that, that was, that's pretty cool. That should be a pretty good little thing going on there. So I don't, think, like, I don't think Cody loses it, but I think it's going to, uh, he's the biggest threat yet. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's not even close. Yeah. 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 But just another, you know, another Wednesday night win for all of us. So yeah, absolutely. Um, just a quick shout. Out. I know we talked about Velveteen Dream, but I know I do my shout outs to Wardlow. But shout out to Cameron Grimes. Let's go. Made that North okay. American ladder match. Uh, you know, yeah. that's, that's my guy there in NXT. A little uh, underrated, um, but I have faith in him. I don't think he'll win the match, but I would be excited if he did. Uh, but we still get the um, the Fatal Four Way. I think it's between Dream, Baylor, uh, Organo. Gargano and the other guy, I forgot his name. Noodles guy. Um, the fucking Shillelagh. Bit- uh, oh, Ridge. Ridge, Ridge Holland? Ridge Holland, yeah. Holland, yeah, yeah. The big guy. <clears throat> so we'll get that. I don't, know, I don't know if it's next week. or It has to be next week, I guess, um, to get that final entry in the ladder match. Um, the fo- I like the, the Fireball spot, Jers. I don't know. I uh, I dug it like how it's kind of like witchcraft on Scarlet's Barrage. You kissed the book yeah. and like kind of yeah. cursed it. I thought that was pretty cool. I, maybe the, the delivery wasn't as great as it could have been, but... I like the yeah. idea of like their, uh, their, she's kind of like, I don't know, like cur- she can curse shit like that. Yeah. I don't know. She, uh, but it doesn't matter what she does, it's gold. Yeah, it's absolutely. Relevant. <laughs> God, God bless Carrying Cross. Uh, yeah. He's a very lucky man. You know what's disappointing <laughs> is when we've gone to, you know, the years that we've gone to the big events and Carrying Cross was sitting at tables with no one standing there and now all of a sudden he's one of the, the big t- big time players in the wrestling industry. We really fumbled the ball on that. <laughs> kind of like when Jersey walked by AJ Styles to go hang out with Bobby Roode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So again, and I'll tell the story for a hundred and ten time. AJ was wrapping up his signs, and it was just at a point where I didn't want to be that guy to go up to AJ, look like he was wrapping up, and then him be like, "Nah, bro, I'm sorry, I'm done." Because then that would piss me off, and I would hate AJ. So I did not want that to happen. That's what happened. And it's I just good Bobby answer, but I, uh, All right. I love Bobby Roode, and hell yeah, I wanted to meet him too. So. <laughs> that was uh, that was pre WWE. That was that was Bobby TNA, Roode. right? It's definitely Bobby TNA. Roode. Yeah, that was a few years back. Um, another thing, AEW Mike Kyoto rolled up in uh for that TNT Championship match. So another WWE uh failure. No, I'm just kidding. It wasn't a failure. Yes. In WWE. Yeah, oh, that's a legend. No. <laughs> 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 it's a joke. I know people get worked up about that. Yeah, rip, um, rip him. Add Russell Buzz on Twitter. <laughs> three z's uh three z's yeah so shout out to mike yoda glad he's staying uh getting employed somewhere else and uh i mean he's, how many years could he have left dude's been around for 40 almost 40 years so go as long as you can yeah he's, he's top top in his field and can count the three with the best of them <laughs> yeah, <absolutely>. yeah well. <laughs> um shout out to wardlow uh yeah. friday friday night smackdown was last night uh just a quick hit on that oscar oof this is a tough one boys i want yeah. jersey's opinion on this one 
Asuka wins the Women's Battle Royal. She now has uh, two championship matches at SummerSlam um, against Bailey and Sasha. I would, I'd like to think they make it a triple threat match for for all. But I would, we would hope so. You would hope so. I, yeah. I mean, I love Asuka, right? Love her to death. One of the best they have, if not the best they have right now, actively. Charlotte's out. Becky's out. Um, so we'll start off with NJ three. I want your pure opinion on this. NJ three. Um, I know you're you're not a, too big of a fan of the double champ. She could potentially come out of SummerSlam with two belts. So I like the intrigue because she's got to come out with at least one of them, right? And we've been saying that something needs to happen to start the split between um, Sasha and Bailey, and at least this way that there will be at least one title that they can fight for together. So it leads me to believe that one, like she's going to walk out with one of the belts Mm -hmm. and I'm more inclined to think that she's walking out with the raw title versus the SmackDown title. But for a moment, I'm, I'm watching the, I'm watching the battle Royal and I'm like, Shayna Baszler versus Bailey would be pretty, would be pretty interesting. Yes. Cause that would be like almost like a viable threat, something we haven't seen before and something that could actually, she can lose a title to. So I'm like, Oh, nice idea. I'd like to see it. Oscar wins. You know, Oscar's great, but then it's like, she's not, she can't, she's not going to take both or, or will she? I don't know. I do like that intrigue, but uh, I don't know. I feel like they, there's an opportunity for her to, for them to put Shayna like catapulted to the top and maybe move over to SmackDown and have her feud with Bailey. I thought that could have been a good opportunity. It was like right there for them and they didn't yeah. take it. So two things from my point, uh, my point of view here, I thought that they, they would be on double duty. I th- what about the tag team champions as well? I thought they would have. I, f- I feel like they. That's going to so be a f- payback. Yeah, they were so focused. Payback. They yeah. were so focused on on them too, that they'd have them fight fourteen times in SummerSlam. I thought, and I would be okay with that. But I think for Oscar, I think if we want to set up the feud here, finally for Sasha and Bailey, maybe she fights Oscar. Uh, I don't know. It wouldn't make sense because then Oscar would come out with double champ. So just say Oscar comes out double champ, right? to start the feud as well. Asuka beats Bailey in the beginning of the show, right? They separate the matches. So Bailey loses. She's pissed off and she kind of fucks over Sasha in Asuka versus Sasha. It's like, if I can't be champion, you can't be champion type deal. And then they go at it from there. It's kind of, I just thought of that in my head. Now it's kind of cheesy, but maybe that's the way they go. I have no idea. Um, Bad news thoughts on Asuka getting all the glory here. I mean, like you said, she's definitely the best female wrestler they got right now. You know, everyone, Charlotte out, Becky out. But so, um, I don't know. I mean, they could go anywhere with this, really, when you think about it. But hopefully it does set the road for, you know, Bailey versus Sasha. Like, they've been teasing for, what, the last year or so, it seems like. The last five years, I feel like. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, that'd be a good payoff. But, I mean, who knows? I mean, she could be double champ. And at the same time, maybe, you know, maybe she beats Bailey because, you know, Bailey's been champ for, what, almost a year now. So, and maybe Sasha costs her, you know, the bell that sets them up. But who knows? But, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Asuka double champ for a little bit. So, see what happens. Yeah, if, I mean, like, if anyone – she's, like, really good and, like, really mm-hmm. like a big threat. Like, if anyone ever deserved it, it should have been her. But, like like yeah. we said, how many times are you going to give some – like, let someone be a double champ? Or she pulls a Keith Lee, wins both, lets one go, yeah. and they have, like, a little thing for it. Um it's always Nick, possible. Yeah, Nikki Needles, yeah. do you like Asuka getting this rub here? Yeah, I mean, I, she's she's clearly the best female wrestler going right now, for sure. I love Asuka. Um, 
I think though it's definitely just been seems like it's a very like a stalling tactic here because I feel like they want Sasha Bailey so bad, but they want I feel like they they want the crowd. You know what I mean? They want that. It deserves that. Yeah. But I feel like to make that feud as as powerful as they want to, it has to have one, a title associated with it somehow in some capacity. So I just feel like one of them has to be the champion, and they have to fight each other for the title. So Oscar will win, I think, one of them. I'm not sure which one it would be, but I think it would be more impactful if Bailey uh, Sasha's turned on Bailey, you know, and go after Bailey's title since she's been the longest reigning champ. She should hold on to it, I think, a little bit longer to, at yeah, this point. That's fair. It sucks when you have two titles that have equal. Um equal value and yeah you don't really know which one like i mean and, and you can't have a unification title match at this point right i mean the brand split is just too important right you need yeah, one you on each show so you uh, can't yeah. even do that which kind of you know that that part would could be kind of cool at some point if they did one of those you know title for title and you know you're the ultimate champ type thing but that's been played out a million times and they need to build more female stars to have someone dominate another show and have someone on the other show. It's just too much. Yeah. Speaking of like, this is way off topic. I'm not going to ask you guys' opinion. I just want to get my point. The brand split. I think that where they miss out on that is always having like traveling champions. I think the, how they treat the women's tag team champions, how it should be for every belt. So then you cut down one fucking, you have two mid cards, two ta- one tag title for each uh, gender, and then one heavy, one big champion. And they, they go throughout the show. Like, I think it just makes it more, to me i think more value to um titles and yet you, you have 14 champions right now it's like whole like come on like we don't need that many i don't know it's, it's definitely watered down for sure i agree with you yeah, yeah. it's like who who's the bigger champion braun or roman reigns i mean uh Drew mcintyre sorry roman reigns <laughs> <laughs> he's gotta come back soon too i'm missing guy. i know um smackdown ended off with a new look braun Strowman coming out with a uh, Mr. Clean haircut. Um, we saw some interesting things happen. Uh, he basically yoked up Alexa Bliss over his head and tossed her. And The Fiend came out, looks like, almost potentially to save Alexa. Uh, a lot of questions surfacing and going around social media suggesting a possible double turn here. Um, bad news. Thoughts on this potential double turn and, what, <laughs> and uh, your thoughts on Braun and Bray right now? I mean, no, it should, should be a fun match at SummerSlam. And I'm like to say, you know, everyone gets, you know, everyone changes when they interact with the Fiend. So maybe this is Braun's, you know, change, you know, yeah. in the head and being more evil. But no, I mean, double turn, you know, double turn would be pretty cool to see that. And who knows, maybe go because Alexa said to him, hey, you know, when she was talking to him last night, hey, careful what you wish for or something. So, yeah. Maybe she costs him the belt and, you know, lines us up with the Fiend. Maybe, you know, the whole Sister Abigail thing for a while. Maybe they go with that, but who knows? But, no, it should, should be a fun match. And um, I'm looking forward to it, though. So. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see how she plays a part in the actual yeah. match, match itself. And, we'll do like, are we going to start seeing people align themselves with Bray, which could be uh, interesting. Just do it right, please. Don't just throw them Yeah, away. exactly, yeah. We don't need random people. Like, Alexa makes sense. Um, Nikki Noodles. Well, I'm I'm all about it. I mean, I don't care whether it's a double double turn or not. I just hope yeah. that Braun Braun gets his overdue glory here and takes down Strowman. Uh, and I hope Bliss Braun takes down uh, Strowman. Uh, Bray, you mean? I'm sorry, Bray. He <laughs> meant, he the, meant fiend, the Fiend. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, no, I stuttered. I stuttered. Uh, and I I hope Bliss is is a main player in it. I really hope that she does align with with Bray. I think that'd be really cool for her and her character to do a different side. 
and it'd be nice to get her involved with Bray to where she could be a part of the title picture again at some point in the female division and really start dominating both ends of the spectrum. So uh, I'm definitely jacked up about it. I look forward to SummerSlam and see where that goes. Um, and yeah, um, and I, I love Bliss more than Ryan Cabrera. So uh, I hope everything goes right there. NJ <laughs> <laughs> threw one that off how, how do you want me to top that? I mean, Nick yeah, loves great. Alexa Bliss more than <laughs> Brian Cabrera. I mean, it's, I think we should just end the show on that line. Which is <laughs> um, you know, I think for – I know, Joe, you like stables. I know you're a big stable kind of guy. Yeah. I think less is more with, with Bray, and I think just Bray and Alexa would just be enough for me. I think that would just yes. be enough. And I don't mean it I, – I don't I, – it would be nice to have other people get rubs off of being with Bray, like, you know, like, you know, how they did Harper and, and so on and so forth. But I just really think, at least for this iteration that we have, I loved it just to be the two of them. And I love it for her that she doesn't always need to be with him because the thing about the Fiend character is – less is more, you know, absence make the heart grow fonder. So we don't want to, see, I, I know we want to see him every week, but it's more special when we see him intermo- intermittently. But with Alexa, we need to see her more often. But I think, I'm, I think, and I hope that this could be like Nick was saying, the turn to get her back to glory. Yeah. Don't be playing second fiddle to Nikki Cross. All right. She got her due. Now you go over on her. She's pushing you on your ass. Push her back on her ass. All right. Absolutely. Schoolyard rules. All right. That's what we're doing over here. <laughs> and I- um. But I'm yeah, sorry, no, man. and Braun, no, and and Braun looks like a Braun looks like a beast. I mean, looks yeah, like I love it. Yeah, but I think I think the double turn, I can see it kind of developing. And you know how Vince is; as long as you make him money, he don't care if you're healer face. Yeah. So when it comes to the fiend, the fiend's making money, man. His merch is selling, yeah. killing it, killing it. Got to be the top guy right now. Yeah, no question. Oh, absolutely. And I, I'd love no to see we we uh, in the past Bliss has hinted at like different attires with like uh, her horror gimmicks and stuff I'd love to see how she dress up as like a member I don't know what you would even call her like a member of the of the fun house or whatever you want to even say but like I think potentially they can like the visual of them two together could be really cool and like a female fiend like a female like fiend imagine she starts using the mandible claw on these people dude the, oh, that'd be the, cool. oh, be, it, it could be really fucking sick she comes out with a sick mask on I don't know it could be really fucking cool if this was down at NXT I, I Gold. guarantee they would do that exactly yes. as you said it. Yeah. But since it's on the main roster, they're going to be very careful with how they present it. But oh, that would be really cool. It yeah. would be. Really I would. Lo- cool. I would love to sign up to be the first person to take the mandible claw, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and It'll episode seventeen of the Wrestling that. Journal podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on that, from Bliss, from Bliss uh, not Braun. Uh, from, <laughs> not from Bray. I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> just to clarify that just in case you guys are wondering <laughs> on that note uh ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in uh we are on itunes and spotify the wrestling journal podcast at russell buzz on instagram at russell buzz with three z's on twitter uh everyone enjoy your weekend take care be safe and uh watch wrestling <laughs>